0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Wiccan Ways. It's your girl, Pearl. I wanna apologize, I am a little sick at the moment, but I did wanna get a new episode out for you all. So just please apologize for my um, voice or any coughing you might hear. All right, so today what I wanna talk about is an altar. What is an altar? An altar is some place where you set dedicated items that you would use for your practice. Um, It can be any size that fits you. Mine, um, since I'm very open, I'm not in the closet. I have a fairly large corner in my room that I have all of my witch utensils. And and I have um, my altar. I have um, a mirror, which was my father's, which was his mother's. And I'm not sure exactly where it was before that, but it was something that was passed down in my family for multiple generations. And I also have a little wooden chest, and inside I have two little doors that open, and I can store a lot more stuff under there. I mean, this is like a good two feet wide and high, you know, little in. Chest thing that I have. I'm not exactly sure what you call this, but um, it's very old as well. It was also my father's, but I've had these way before my father passed. So, anywho, um, on top of my altar or my wall, I do have a pentacle, And it's, um, I usually take whatever seasons is going on or any Sabbath holiday. And I take that pentacle, and it's homemade, of course. It's a little wooden wreath, and it has the five sticks making the pentagram. And I decorate that with whatever Sabbath is happening. And um, Yule, I had decorated it with some holly leaves and some evergreen and some berries. Oh, and mistletoe. I stuck mistletoe in there. Um, and I... The, there's a lot of important things that you need to have on your altar, and I'm still collecting things as I go. Um, the only thing that I really don't have is an afame, and we'll get to that. All right, so the main important things that you should have on your altar is a candle for the god used to honor the god. Usually it could be white, but it can be whatever color you want or have. It doesn't matter. It could be A candle that represents whatever um, correspondence goes with the God that you're going to be worshipping. An image of the God. This image could be a picture or a statue. And it's used as a symbol such as a horn, antlers, or other representations of the God. Um, On my um, altar, I have um, a statue of two cats. One is Bastet, um, it's all black and it's made out of resin, and then I have another one, and it's made out of lapis, and it's a lion, and that I am using as the male, and it's a male lion, and um, I use that as the representation of um, the male god. Alright, another thing you can have on your altar is some cakes, you know, little small cakes, um, a loaf of bread or cookies during uh, rituals and Sabbaths. It's something appropriate for the event used. Um, Like if you're calling and you're trying to invoke a god or a goddess to help you in your ritual, I would definitely make sure that you have one of their favorite treats. And um, have it on your um, offering bowl. I have an offering bowl, and you can stick it in your offering bowl. For an example, um, I was I was invoking um, Bastet once, and I had stuck um, a feather in there. It was um, a peacock feather, which was really good for insight, which was something that I was wanting. And I even put catnip in there. I know it sounds funny, but, you know, if you know anything about Bastet, she's all about her kitties. And she is all about welcoming new life and protecting the life for their people. So I had used those. The chalice. A ritual cup or goblet used to represent a feminine aspect of the ritual rite, filled with wine, juice, spring water, or... Any other libration of you, cho- your choosing. Um, I typically use. I don't drink alcohol. I quit drinking um, almost three years ago. Um, I mean I don't have anything against it. It's just not for me anymore. I can't control myself. But anywho. Um, I have my chalice. And I got it off Amazon. And it's really cute. It's like maybe six inches high. And it has a little pinnacle on it. Um, I typically, when I do my rituals, I typically put my moon water in there or my salwin water. And I use that as an offering. All right. Another thing you can have is an image of the goddess. This may be a picture or statue. And you can even use symbols such as a cauldron, um, a, a spiritual shell, a rose to represent the goddess, again, me, I have the statues at the best and, um, when I found that statue, funny story, when I found that statue, I got it at a thrift shop, um, I just thought it would look cool, because I love my black cat, and I was like, oh, it's a little black cat, you know, to go with my little bunny, um, so I bought it, and it was, like, maybe a dollar, and then, um, after I started researching, you know, a lot of, um, ancient aliens or um, goddesses and stuff, I happened to come across and I, and I was looking, I was like, oh, this has like these weird carvings on the chest. I was like, oh my god, this is Bastet. I didn't even know. I'm not sure exactly how old it is, but um, yeah, who knows. But that's what I used to represent my goddess. And again, you can have another candle to represent your goddess. And they have it where it's usually black. But again, it can be any color that you feel is right for you. No one's going to judge you on it. It could be another color that corresponds to your goddess. An instant burner or a sensor used for the atmosphere to bless and concentrate. So the incense will represent the air and you need to have the four elements on your altar which is the air fire earth and water the alpha may is a ritual blade used to represent the male aspect of the great white direct energies and cut doorways in the circle yes we're going to get into um, cutting in making and casting your circles, um, on another episode, but right now I'm just trying to get people familiar with, you know, just some items whenever we go to talk about it in future episodes, you already know kind of what we're talking, the wand used to direct energies and to create a temple of the circle, yes, I know, right, a wand, you know, bibbidi bobbity boo bitches, <laughs> no, um, I actually have a wand. Um, this particular wand I made from a wood that was made out of my house, the house that I grew up in. I spent like twenty something years in that house. It got demolished one day, and so one day I went and I picked up you know little pieces of whatever was left over of the house, and I had no idea what I was going to do with them. But then I decided, oh, you know what? Let me get four because I have. Four, um, well, there's four girls in my family. My parents have four girls. So one for me and four of my other sisters. And then I also got a brick. And I um, ended up giving all of those to my sisters as their Christmas present. You know, letting them know that, hey, no matter where you go in life, you're always going to have a piece of home with you. And uh, I don't know, I'm really sentimental with that crap. So I decided that I was going to make my wand out of a piece of the wood from my house just because that's what means a lot to me Um, you a lot of people tend to ask you know a branch if they can have it so they can use it for their want don't just take it and, you know not ask the tree if you can have it for that purpose you know and don't just say, hey, can I have this? And then cut and say, oh, thanks. You know, you really need to wait and listen to the response and the nature will give you a response. I would definitely say, wait a good 30 seconds before you cut it. All right, the pinnacle. We'll talk more about wands and everything too, guys. We're going to dig more deeper in the future episodes about each and every one of these things. All right, so the pinnacle. The pinnacle, the focus point of the altar, used to the ground energies of the ritual. I have a um, little black, little, I don't know what this is, black cloth, I guess you can say. I got it off the Amazon, and it actually happened to be the perfect size for my altar. It was um, about two feet high and wide. And on it, it does have the triple moon with representing, well, the triple moon goddess symbol, which is the crescent moon, and then the full moon, and then the whiting moon. And then it has the star in the center of the circle. So y'all see that sign all the time. It's on the podcast. You see it. That's the, the triple moon goddess symbol with three moons in the three different phases. And we all know that those phases represent the maiden. And then in the center will be the mother. And then the last one will be the crow. And we'll get more into that later, guys. I'm just giving you a slow introduction. All right. And another thing that you can have is a bowl of water. It is used in conjunction with the sea. Oh, sorry. In conjunction with the salt for cleansing. Like I said, I use it. You can use the water and it will have a good representation for the water element you know two for the price of one you know you don't have to have two different items for water you know you can just use one for your ritual you don't have to have two you'll end up making a mess if all these things of water on your altar and you don't want to do that you don't want to ruin your stuff a bowl of salt used in conjunction with the water for cleansing that represents the earth the bell a bell is used to the call of the beginning of the end of a ritual and to mark chants. So, here are some great ideas that you come across just to help you. Um, and I have other things, too. Um, you can have... Um, well, actually, no. I think that's about it. Um, now, you can also... Uh, some people do put their Book of Shadows on their altar... Um, And they keep it there and store it there. You don't have to, but you can. It's it's up to you, you know. Um, I keep a lot of other things on my altar, too. I have a salt lamp. And I have my crystal ball up here. I do keep a seashell up here all the time. Um, I am a Pisces. Um, I'm very connected to um, the sea elements. I've always just been attracted to them. I also have my little um, hand for a palmistry that I keep up here. I have a nice little tree that has a bunch of gems on it that my sister got me for Christmas. And I also keep some crystals on top of my um, I'm going to post a picture and see if I can stick it on my Facebook page. So make sure you find it. It's at Wiccan Ways. W a y z. Um, so, like I was saying, guys, underneath my altar, I have, like, the little doorway, so I can kind of store a whole bunch of other shit in here. I have everything in here. I have some candles. I have some black salt. I have some spices, cinnamon. I have my... I put my cauldron under here. That's another thing you'll find on altars, too, It's cauldrons. Um, I have... Water from a beach. I have water from tropical storms. I have sound wind water. I have water from a stormy night. Oh, it was the witch's new year. So I have that one too. In um, here, I also keep extra. Um, that's where I put my incense at in here too. And sorry for the noise. I'm actually going through it. And I have. Um, I have little bags and stuff in here too so if I want to make a little mojo bag I have them in here I have all of these spices in here I have my incense in here so everything just kind of stays together um, a lot of times with incense you'll see feathers with that feathers um, also represents air and we're going to talk more about each and all of these elements in future episodes um, Oops. So, yeah. And there's, like, a, a bunch of little vowels that I have in here for, um, little, um, dang it, what are those called? Little gemstones, yes. I have little vowels of gemstones in here. And I can use these whenever I go to, um, make little witches balls or if I want to put it in a spell, if I want to dress a candle with them. You know, not dress a like candle. Um, Make any jewelry. You know, whatever. I just I keep them all in here. And I, just, I also have little bottles of salt. Um, but guys, here's the thing. I told you I have all of this stuff here. Don't go into your kitchen cabinet and be like, oh, I need a bay leaf. You know, just bay leaves they're they're cheap just buy some and stick them in your area and just have them designated just for that area so you're not running all around the house trying to find supplies Um, I try to keep everything in this little corner I even have a little salt lamp you know that could be another element of earth and I always burn my candles up here. And please be careful when you burn your candles. Don't ever leave them unattended, please. I don't know if I told you guys, but yes. Don't ever leave fire unattended because it will cause a fire. You don't want to burn your house down. That's not very helpful. Um, I also have little other stones that I just feel helps me center and ground myself um, or that I would like to use in my practice to help with visions and psyche abilities. I have a bell. Um, This bell I use to do the beginning of an end of a ritual. Um, just like in church, you know, the church bells rings when they begin the service and then they ring them at the end of the service. Same thing with schools. Schools ring a bell to let you know, hey, school's about to start. I have your attention now. So that's what you're doing. You're bringing attention to your space. Bells also help warn out evil spirits. So you can also look that up for witches' bells. Like I said, I'm going to have another episode coming out soon. And it's going to be witch utensils. And I'm going to explain each and every single one of them in depth. But these are just some simple things that you can do for your altar. Um, it doesn't have to be big and elaborate. Some people, if you are in the broom closet, you can keep everything in your shoebox. You can get like a little tiny um, pinnacle. You can even make a pinnacle with sticks in your yarn. You can use yarn and you can just leave it there and you don't have to move it. You can keep it in your shoe box. You can even get little necklaces or little charms that you could use for your pinnacle as well. All right. So a lot of people also, let's talk about the directions real quick. That's very important. The directions of your altar, you want to have it facing north, they say. Or you can have it facing east because the sun rises in the east and sets in the west. If you tend to follow the sun and the more natural elements out there. Um, Mine is facing east. So that's the direction that the sun comes up in. I am happy with that because that marks the beginning of your day. Let's see. What else can you have? Oh, so a fire candle can just be red. You can use that and burn it anytime you want to cast your circle or use it in your ritual. And all right, let's talk about this cauldron real quick. Um, A cauldron could be on your altar as well. So am I actually going to be constantly putting liquids in here and making potions and... You know, all that fun stuff. No, I do not. Because my cauldron is cast iron. I don't want to ruin it. So I typically just use mines for burning things. I will put, if I'm doing a, a banishment spell or anything I want to release that no longer serves a purpose to me. In one of my spells, I will write it down, you know. And then I will burn it on a piece of paper, and I'll just put it in my cauldron and just watch it burn. Um, that's one of the magical aspects of it is you seeing that change, and it does give you a good feeling because it just—it's uh, immediate, and I love it. Um, so you have to be very careful with your cauldron because you don't want it to get rusty or anything. And please, if you have children. Um, be mindful of them and, um, make sure they understand that this area is, um, for you and they cannot be left alone in that area because if you have aflames and if you have incense and you have candles, I mean, candles, if you keep them out on your altar and you have children, or if you keep little small rocks or anything like that, crystals, That could really hurt your child, so you might want to be very careful and make sure it's in a safe area for your children because children are very quick. They like to do things. They see mommy and daddy doing things, and they want to do things, too. Um, They want to be just like you, so make sure you do take the time and you teach your children about these items and be very safe with that. I can't stress that enough. Other podcasts, I never really heard them talk about kids that much. But, you know, educate your kids as you're doing this. If you, you know, chose to have them be a pagan or a wiccan as well. Another thing that I keep by my altar is my pedulum. Um, I keep all of these things together with my crystals because it keeps them charged. I also keep my tarot cards, um, my other book of shadows, all of my other journals that I have. I keep it all in the same little area. This is my workstation, and that's what works for me. Um, I have tons and tons of different books for different things, okay? I have, a, and I have, it's like on the side of my altar, you know, I have just like my journal journal. Um, and then I have a palmistry journal. I have a just a dreams book where I just write down all of my dreams. I write down all of my spells in another spell book. I have my tarot card um, notebooks and notes. So, and it doesn't have to be this real elaborate things. These are just like those regular ninety nine cent notebooks that I use because you know I'm not. All that high fancy stuff like that you know as long as i have what i need it makes me happy but i was saying before um you can have your altar like going with you you know you can keep it in a little box that, or a bag that you carry with you if you're constantly on the go i actually made one myself that i will take with me like if i'm going to my um, sister's house or my parents' house, I will bring all of my stuff in my little box that I have. Um, and I have, you know, even another set of gemstones in there in my own pentacle and everything in that too. So it's like a grab and go because a lot of times they like me to do my tarot card readings for them. So the altar, remember I was saying you can also have a small and the go. Sorry for repeating myself. So that way, if you are in the closet, you can just quickly hide it and no one has to know, you know, you don't have to have a big altar and you don't have to have it so extravagant, you know, you don't have to have everything that was from your ancestors, you know, none of that is irrelevant. Just do what's right for you. You know, you're the only one who knows your path better than anyone else. Alright, my friends, I think I pretty much covered the basic things that you will need on a Wiccan altar. Um, now, don't get me wrong, other people will be putting, you can have whatever you want on it. There's no right and wrong things. As long as you have what you need, it's all good. You can even use bones as weaponizations, you know, it's fine. So I just want to double check myself and make sure I covered everything for an altar. Can you have more than one? Yeah, for sure. Like I have um, a half of an altar that I have downstairs. I have a um, another salt lamp. I have um, some other gemstones on it. Um, and that's because I spend a lot of time downstairs too. So I just bring that energy with me where I go. All right, my friends, I'm going to get off of here. My voice, and I feel really sick. So, again, please excuse me for this. Remember, you can find me on Facebook, Wicked Ways, W-I-C-C-A-N-W-A-Y-Z. I have a Facebook page. You can like it. Or you can find me on Facebook as Pearl Ways. Pearl, like the Ocean Pearl, P E A R L Ways, W A Y Z. Alright, my friends. Oh yes, it. my sister, she's moving um towards us. Some things have came up. And she's gonna be moving closer so that way um I told y'all I was going to have a co-host. She is in the process now. I'm getting her house packed. So she will be joining me probably in the next two or three episodes. I want to make sure she gets her house and everything taken care of and set up before I bug her and steal her time. <laughs> All right, my friends. Always be kind to one another. Until next time, bless be.